welcome to our Deeper Secrets Revealed podcast with Sarah Finlay. Have you ever had a question for the opposite sex in which you seek to be answered authentically? On this podcast, that is exactly what we do. I discuss intimate topics with guests as they share their point of view about dating, sex, and relationships. We are raw and authentic to reveal the essence of how the opposite sex feels about today's topic we are exploring. If you have a question, please feel free to write to us and ask. It just might inspire our next episode and get answered. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's dive in deep to today's topic. Welcome to our Deepest Secrets Revealed podcast. I'm Sarah Finlay and thank you so much for listening. Today we'll be discussing what to wear on a first date. To share styling advice, I've invited Melissa Meister, founder of Style Station, a comprehensive online and mobile platform where A-list celebrity stylists and beauty experts share their knowledge, tips and tricks and curate brands you can shop. Melissa is a fashion stylist for season one and two of Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian airing on E! and has worked with many A-list celebrities, including Serena Williams and Taylor Swift. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. So I'm just going to jump straight on in to today's topic. It can be really overwhelming sometimes to decide what to wear for a first date. Like what advice can you give us? I know it's really hard to decide, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I think the biggest thing is just really doing, you know, an inside check, right? And deciding, first of all, like, where are we going? Mm -hmm. Right? Where is the event? Um, What time of day? Uh, Who am I meeting? And just making sure that you're not like wearing a costume because when I say inside check, like you can tell when something feels good on you and when something does not feel good. So if it feels like a costume, don't wear it. Yeah. And by costume, you mean like something that's not authentic to yourself, right? Absolutely. Like if I see, you know, when you're scrolling through Instagram and you see a bunch of items that you love, that might not work for you. And then when you put it on, it looks silly or feels uncomfortable. And I call that, if it's not your true self, it's a costume. Okay, great. Hikes, pretty popular in LA for a first date. I know, right? <laughs> How many hiking dates have you been on? I don't think I've been on any. I've done a couple of surf dates. <laughs> Probably not the best to do either because you're like no makeup and, you know, wearing this wetsuit. I mean, I feel my least sexiest when I'm surfing and I, I do surf dates. So it sort of doesn't add up, but I haven't done any hike dates. What would I wear? Like how do I pick an outfit for a hiking date? Wait, I have a question about that. Do you have a certain wetsuit that you wear <laughs> when you go on a surf date? No, I pick my wetsuit based on how cold the water is. <laughs> so I don't have a uh, I do have a couple of wetsuits. I have three, but it's not based on dating. It's based on water temperature. I was just thinking of the sex appeal right there of a girl <laughs> with a surfboard and a wetsuit, right? They just want to get guys crazy. So I but don't know. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing for, for hiking, right? So obviously, you know, you've got to wear an outfit, like an active wear outfit, because it's yeah. got to fit the activity that you mm. that you're doing. But at the same time, you know, I would think that maybe in that situation for hiking that you would wear probably your better, you know, Nike mm-hmm. outfit rather than yeah, sort <laughs> you're of thinking. Right. And maybe you could wear a cute shirt um, mm-hmm. over it, like layers and things like that too. So the one thing that Runyon Canyon is this like famous hiking place in LA. And the one thing though that I really don't like is when I see people on Runyon Canyon and they've got like a full face of makeup. 
and they're like hiking. So like, that's like a big no, no, like, you know, you don't do like a full face of makeup to go hiking and then wear something that's a little too revealing on, you know, these hike dates. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. Uh Oh, well, you just might not get a second date. I don't know. (laughs) It depends on the guy. (laughs) So, so we know, so we know where we're going. So let's, all right, let's have an example. We're transitioning from work to a date, maybe happy hour drinks, maybe dinner, maybe dinner and drinks. Like how do we transition? Well, you know, it's just the little things that can help you transition from for happy hour. So whatever it is that you're wearing to work, um, unless you're like me and I work in my pajamas most of the time, <laughs> if you don't have a home office. But if you're actually going somewhere, you're pretty generally like making someone of an appearance to be around other people. But when you're transitioning into going to someplace fun, like a happy hour, you know, just change your shoes. Like if you have flats on, you know, wear um, maybe heels or like a cute boot or put on like a necklace. Like you don't have to really go, I think, too far and beyond of what you've worn to work if you're just going to do a casual happy hour. But it's this really nice balance of wearing something nice to put your best foot forward to let that person know that you've made an effort for them. And I think that's what kind of dating is. You want to let someone know that you made an effort for them, but you also don't want to go overboard or even like under thrilling, like with what it is that you're wearing. So it's kind of... How do you know that you've got that balance right? Because I'll sometimes wonder, like, is this particularly, you know, learning the style in LA because it is super casual compared to I'm from Melbourne in Australia. So I feel like even just events, I'm, I'm like, okay, I would naturally go here and I need to bring it down a level or two, I think. So how do you work out that balance? So generally for women, they're, you know, overwhelming. And then for men, they, you know, they go under, um, okay. like kind of of what they actually could do to show that they made an effort. And I'm just saying in general, this is yeah. obviously that we have exceptions to the rule. So like for a man, for example, like, um, you know, if he could put on, you know, his best cleanest, you know, shirt, um, for the happy hour, you know, make sure it's pressed great jeans or like a good belt, you know, it doesn't have to go on to some like crazy, like suit and tie and jacket type outfit, but just little nuances like that. I think women truly notice. And then for, for girls, we have the tendency to go overboard with what it is that we're wearing, right? If you're not in check with your beauty from the inside. So at the style station, that's like our big thing is to like really focus on your beauty from the inside. And once you have that connection, I think that it all kind of falls in line with like, am I wearing a costume? Is it right size? Is it perfect for the event? Because it all goes down to the emotional check. Like, does this feel right? What is beauty from the inside to you? So beauty from the inside is really just about knowing who you are as a person and being confident about what it is that you like. And you might like something that's, you know, super trendy or fashionable right now, but is, are you only, it's like what your motives are. Are you wearing it because you like it and it fits you, who you are and your body? Or is it just because you're wanting to be popular and look like something that you see on Instagram? So it's about an inside check because there's nothing wrong with liking something that's fashionable or trendy or something that you see. But what, when it becomes wrong is that when your motive is to just kind of do it because you see everybody else is doing it, but it's not what works for you. And then therefore you're not being authentic. Yeah. It's the intention for sure. Mm -hmm. So I think that having a couple of go-to dates for uh, dates, outfits for the dates, go-to dates, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that you might have. <laughs> um, make life easy and simple. So what would be a couple of go-to outfits that guys and women could possibly have? Like could it be like for women a pair of jeans, a pair of heels, and maybe I know you love a T-shirt or, you know, like what, what or a cute dress or what do you think? A couple that you just go, yeah, that's really good for dates. I know I can rely on that outfit. I know. I talk about the T-shirt all the time because I think it's the greatest thing for me. (laughs) But that's for me, right? So it all comes down to what your base uniform is, right? So, you know, some people feel good only in dresses, women, and some women like myself, I like to wear really only jeans. I don't even really wear trousers that much anymore, but it's just because I work in such a casual environment. So like jeans and t-shirt are my thing. And so something, some guys, they love active wear. So maybe it's that Kanye look with like, you know, hoodies and jeans or whatever it might be. Or maybe some guys like to wear, you know, Oxford shoes and like suits, you know, that can be a very like kind of preppy hipstery type look. So you really have to find out what your baseline is and what your kind of go-to outfits are. And then I think you just build from there and you always stay within your range. Like if you're going to a wedding or like a prom or some special red carpet event, you go above and beyond outside of your range for that. But I think on day to day and for dating and work and you stay within whatever your palette is and what your your baseline is. Because you're staying authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. Then. And in the end, it's going to have problems if you're being fake on date one and this date actually works into a relationship and then you've got to slowly reveal the real you Well, <laughs> you yeah. weren't real to begin with. It's so hard and we all kind of fall into it. But now, you know, there's so much disposable fashion because – it's fashion is in alignment with what we're seeing in media. And so they have some of these brands that are so inexpensive that you can just kind of, they're disposable clothing. And I really am kind of against that. I mean, I think for novelty pieces or statement pieces, you know, that's just like something that you like and is fun and you don't want to spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on it. But I think for just your everyday life, we need to be sustainable in all areas. I agree. Definitely mm-hmm. need to help the planet out and stop behind stuff that we throw out a few months later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you work out what your look is? How do you work out what suits your body? You know, sometimes you can put something on and think it looks great and it just actually isn't flattering. I know. It's <laughs> disappointing. Especially when you and see something you don't realize. Ah, once this, you're like, oh, wait, you know, that didn't work. Uh, you know what? Well, first of all, again, like I just said, like kind of figure out what, what your outfit look is and what works for you. And so right there with at the style station, we start with like figuring out what your style is. And I use the term own your own style. So be confident with what style is for you, right? Mm-hmm. Each of us are as unique and beautiful as we are as an individual. So then we have to figure out and be confident who that person is and own your own style. And that starts from beauty from the inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've heard this rule, like this, particularly for women, if you want to do sexy, just pick one, like legs or boobs or back, like don't do it all at once with this short skirt where your legs are out and it's really booby. And then there's a little bit of back thing because, you know, you can look a little bit like a tart. (laughs) Do you know what that means? (laughs) A tart. A tart. I mean. Like a pastry? (laughs) No, uh, we say that because I feel like it's a nicer way than using the word a bit slutty or something like that, you know, just a little bit. Tart bit. means slutty? Yeah. 
I would have never thought. Usually I'm pretty okay on the, the <laughs> translations, but I wouldn't expect tart. Yeah. You look, you look a little bit tarty. Tarty. Yeah. A little it bit. sounds so much more proper. It nice, does. It sounds right? even. Right? And then like well, it, it is. That's why I prefer to use that word. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Is that, is that a rule? Like, is that, is that a real thing that if you love your legs, pick your legs, or if you love your boobs, pick your boobs, or if you love your back as women, pick your back. Just don't do it all in one, in one outfit. I don't know if it's a, a rule, but what I hear you saying is it's more about balance, right? Yeah. And that we don't want to put too much focus on several different areas. And then you obviously want to put the focus on your best assets also. If you have, you know, too much makeup on and oversized hair and then crazy, you know, outfit, then it's not going to look right. So you want to really put the focus on something that is an asset to you, right? So that's what, what I say. I don't think it's a rule. I think it's more about balance. Okay. And what about like makeup? you know, dark eyes and red lips at once. We just did a video at the style station for New Year's Eve on do's and don'ts. And one of the big suggestions that we had was if you're going to do a dark smoky eye and like dramatic eyes that you wouldn't want to do the red lips or you do the red lips. If you want to do something bright and exciting because it is a special night to go out, but then you don't go for the dark smoky eyes. It can just then turn into much like stage makeup or, you know, kind of, something overly dramatic and to focus on one or the other. Yeah. So I think the tip out of this is just to pick something to focus on and not focus on all of it and just keeps it in balance. Absolutely. So that's for women. We haven't spoken about men. Like can they get their look unbalanced as well? Absolutely. (laughs) How do they do that? What's an unbalanced look for men? I love styling men and I wish I had more men that were interested in style they just, you know, they have some, so many limitations with what they have available to them that they can actually really do cool things though with just little tiny nuances and little tiny changes. So I would say, um, for men that they just really need to focus on the right fit is a big thing. Okay. Right. Tailored for their body and the appropriate current fit. So I think that that's really the way that men's fashion changes the most is that they always have like the same silhouettes, a button down shirt, a jacket, you know, jeans. It's the fit that kind of keeps it current. And then I believe that men really need to focus on that for sure. Definitely. And can they wear too much color? Yes. <laughs> yes. How do they do that? Well, uh, you know, when we were talking about like novelty pieces and so if they want to wear like a bright orange sweatshirt, which could be really cool, right? Like yeah. the champion sweatshirts are very cool and in right now. Then are they going to wear the orange sweatpants to go along with it? <laughs> I don't know. They you look like a big tangerine. I would say definitely not do that. Yeah. That doesn't sound good at all. You pick yellow and be a minion. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you pick something that is trending as it might not work for you? So, so how do you know what's trending or what's right for you? Well, I never, I never go with trends because they're a trend. I see things and if I love them and they might be trending in the sense that, oh, I noticed in a magazine or I am shopping and I see people wearing things over and over that it it's obviously a trend, but it really has to go from the check again, from, from the inside. When I look at it, does it feel right for me or for my client? If it doesn't, then I don't really, you know, go for it. And sometimes I might pick things that I don't really know. And that's kind of, I guess, what being a stylist is, is that you pick things 
that are interesting to you early on and then they somehow become a trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Style Station isn't just for women. Like it sounds like it could just be something for women, but it's it's for men as well and you give it men, men advice there, right? Yeah, so definitely for men, for sure. I mean, I started off doing more men. I did a lot of NBA players and football players and athletes in general that I'd love to style men. And so, of course, we would love to have men at the style station for sure. Now, men that can get their style, I I think it's pretty sexy. What do you think if they can work out their style? There's nothing sexier than a man that is conscious about his style and how he looks. It's the hardest thing. But it's like this casual sort of thing. It's not like over over tried or anything. He's just sort of got it. But it's also probably the confidence built in with the 100%. style. 100%. And that's, too. that's the beauty from the inside for men is the confidence yeah. in what it is that they're wearing and how they're presenting themselves. And it's not just apparel. It's the way they walk. It's the way they talk. It's the way they do their hair. And, you know, I think men should also be really interested in skincare, right? Like, why not? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I've seen quite a bit that men can style themselves amazingly and they look great, you know, looking at their head, the way they've done their hair, their top, their belt, their pants, everything looks great. And then they've got a pair of runners on or gym shoes. What do we call them? Tennis shoes in the Well, States. I think sneakers, right? Okay, sneakers. Tennis shoes. They, yes, but sneakers, like, a but not sneaker. the cool sneakers, the sneakers that you're wearing on the hike or the, the sneakers that you're wearing to the gym or that you're running. And I just feel like it just cancels out the whole outfit. I just, I don't know why they forgot their feet. I know shoes are so important for men and so many guys get it wrong. It's scary, but it's true. There are like the stylish sneakers that you can get nowadays, which are like, the female Louboutins, right? Like the hot, like the high end, super cool sneakers, but do not wear your like distressed gym shoes and not intentionally distressed. <laughs> I'm talking about like ones that you've been like working out in the yard, mowing the lawn, and then you put on your sneakers <laughs> to go out on a date. That is something that can. Yeah. Happen. I feel like it looks a, now this could be another Aussie word and just let me know, but it looks a little bit daggy. Right, <laughs> that that daggy. being daggy, a little bit dorky. Like it just, you just didn't finish the look. And maybe I don't know. Maybe guys do it because maybe they don't ever remember our shoes, and so they probably think women are never going to remember their shoes. But we notice. Oh my gosh, we definitely notice. We definitely one hundred percent notice, guys. You need to get that figured out. For have you sure. ever been on a date where that? So happened? I have the funniest story ever. I just remember I was asked out by this guy, and I was really excited about it actually. And when he came to pick me up, and I know that doesn't really happen anymore, much anymore, <laughs> but when I opened the door, he's super handsome guy. And then when I looked down at his feet, he had on a pair of those old Nike Boings. And I don't know if you remember those because you're Australian, but they had this like square heel with like these circular, <laughs> like they almost like springs in them. And then yeah. when I, as soon as I saw them, I just thought, I can never date this guy again. This was like a one-time <laughs> thing. And all my girlfriends say, oh, well, you can fix that. You can change that. You can't help that. But <laughs> I don't know if you can actually totally change someone's style unless they want to change it. Because then, it, again, it looks like they're wearing a costume, right? Yeah. So it's just, so guys, you need to maybe think about the sneakers you're wearing. There's different sneakers for different looks mm-hmm. keep it casual but maybe yeah pericons or 
something or chucks or instead of um, what you wear to the gym or mm-hmm. or training or to soccer or football or anything like that. I mean, we all have our quirks, right? That we wear things like in the house and so on. But on a, this is about like a first date, yeah. right? So on your first date, you definitely want to make the extra effort yeah. to like step it up. For sure. I agree. Well, thank you so much for all the tips and advice. I hope that's helped you out for picking the best outfit for your first date that you've probably got coming up this week or this month. (laughs) Looking forward. (laughs) Um, And go and check out thestylestation.com for more advice and tips. And, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. If you guys have any questions, you can always email me at contact at thestylestation.com. I'll answer anything. Great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You have just listened to Our Deepest Secrets Revealed podcast with Sarah Finlay. Don't forget to subscribe to be alerted to our next episode. Connect with us via Twitter. And if you have any questions, please email my question at ourdeepestsecretsrevealed.com. Help us get the word out there and email a friend or two today about this episode. You can go over to iTunes and share the episode directly to a friend via a tweet, Facebook messenger share, or post it to your profile. Otherwise, you can copy the link and email it. Thank you so much for sharing. Until next time, keep shining. Enjoyed this episode of our Deepest Secrets Reveal? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's like leaving a tip and really appreciate it. Thank you.